This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up? And welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast. This is episode 44. Yeah, no, we 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 didn't skip an episode. There is an episode that is out. If you like, like, was wondering what like what what's going on, but um, there isn't like a in between episode, which was with an interview that we did recently. Um, yeah, I don't think it's up on Stitcher just yet for some reason, but you know it will get there. So if you listen through there, or you can find us on iTunes, so you can find it there. So don't panic, guys. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's not you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, here with me tonight is uh, Nate Rowe. Oh my! And Alyssa Spector. Hey guys. Yes, 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 and all that good stuff. Uh, so no, this... no funny, no funny intro this this week. Uh, uh, couldn't yeah. think of anything. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think of these things on the fly. Come on. I know. Okay. You're on I the know. spot. Let's do it now. No. <laughs> uh, but like, let's jump right. Let's jump right into it because uh, I, I can't seem to talk properly today. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, maybe because I'm tired. I don't know. But anyway, I'm here for you guys. So we're gonna talk. That's what's gonna happen. So, uh, you know, starting things off with some tech news. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't really call this tech news. It's more like, you know, like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, so, as you know, Oculus Rift is now a thing. So, you can buy it. Well, you can pre-order it. Uh, I believe it started to ship maybe the end of this month or next month or something like that. So, if you're, like, one of the lucky people who drop about 500 bucks or 600 bucks i forgot how much it really cost but um it was it was insanely expensive wasn't it It, i thought it was like seven or eight hundred i don't remember yeah i think it's like a combination of like that and then the computer you needed to buy so you probably end up spending around two grand all together or you know unless you really unless you really anticipated all this and you've been following oculus development and you just built a computer ahead of time so all you got to spend is six or seven hundred bucks for this oculus itself um but uh i fix it um the website where you can like they they show you how to take your um i guess toys or whatever your phone your tablets your different you know laptops and stuff and they show you how to break it down um to its you know various parts and how to fix it and put it back together and um so they got their hands on the unit on the oculus unit and it turns out they love it. They say it's an elegant piece of engineering that doesn't punish the users with exotic screw types or tamper evident uh, evidence uh, seals, and which is pretty cool of them to do something like that. Um, but however, I would add this is the first version of the Oculus, so who knows what they will be doing next year? <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know. That that kind of seems like. That was the intention all along because, again, with Oculus Rift, even though it's it's now being sold publicly and and um, you you know you're not buying a dev kit anymore, you're buying the final product. It doesn't mean that there's a bunch of content out there, and so there was always this you know even when there were just dev kits, people were making their own things with the virtual reality and stuff like that. Right, and. Um, I feel like that's almost by design. Like they, they intended people to take this apart and, and add things, tweak things here and there. 
Um, maybe it wasn't, but yeah, I mean, it just seems like that goes along with that, right? I mean, that's kind of what they've been doing, but yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. You know what I mean? It's cool a, that it's easy. Yeah, it's like you know, it's it's not some like they said, not weird ass screws that you have to like buy exotic looking uh, screwdrivers for or anything like that, and it's just you know, simple screws, a couple of uh, OLED uh, displays that you know, which is. Um, I mean, it, it's not crazy. I guess they, they say it's dual 456 PPI. I, I actually don't know what the hell that means, but apparently that's high res for whatever reason. And um, it's an interesting piece of mich- like just looking at the teardown. It's like it. It's not. It seems like it's a lot of parts, but there isn't. You know, it's like there. There's the this harness, the little faceplate. And some stuff you slap together, and that's it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that there's some accommodation for, like, if you have bad eyesight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's really was, close to your face. I was going to yeah. say, like, I'm, I'm hoping that you can somehow figure out to do an adjustment so that you can play this while wearing glasses, because... That's the only crappy part, man. Is like, I mean, if you have to, if I have to take my glasses off and I can't see, mm. you know, then what good is the virtual reality going to be? You know what I mean? They, uh, there is a video of the creator, uh, I guess, he, creator inventor of the Oculus. Like he developed, he developed. Uh, sorry, I can't, I cannot talk today. He delivered the first purchased Oculus Rift um, himself to to uh, the first customer. And he had glasses on and he tried it on and it, it actually like from he didn't quite say that it was weird, um, but he, he, he like I can tell like it was easy to go on with, with his glasses on and but I don't know what it's like to like, you know, when it's fired up and ready to go. Yeah, yeah we'll just have to. I mean, eventually one day I'll I'll be able to experience it, man. Like it's it, I, I'm not a person that goes to cons or goes to events like that or um and i just i don't think there's anything like that near me but uh someday i'll be able to experience it and see if it's you know um if it's (laughs) yeah i mean and and i just mean in general i don't necessarily just mean the oculus i mean i meant in general you know what i mean um because we're seeing a lot of this now like last week we talked about virtual reality stuff and it's just an ongoing thing now like i like a I, I said this before. I think it's here to stay. You know what I mean? I think this yeah. is something that is, uh, you know, um, yeah. Speaking of virtual reality, might as well uh, jump topics because uh, <laughs> yeah. it goes it, it um, highly goes into this one, man. But the uh, the new NASA one about the exhibit and stuff was is was pretty awesome when I watched that video. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that looks pretty it, cool. <laughs> yeah anyway so lance you can either explain it or i can explain it um right, go it, ahead, go it, ahead. Yeah. okay so basically what it is is uh it's a virtual reality tour that nasa is going to it's, a, it's an exhibit that they're going to be opening up uh, where people can put on these these headsets and take a tour of some of the most um w- uh, biggest discoveries on mars so you'll basically put on this headset Buzz Aldrin will be there, which I think that in and of itself is just kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but it's just like I, I see Buzz Aldrin like because Buzz Aldrin, Buzz Aldrin had to be shot, right? He had to be shot for this this uh, virtual reality stuff so that he could be, you know, uh, um, you know, he had to be filmed and stuff. But I, like something tells me he had to be 
filmed in a weird way and he had no idea what was going on and he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> like like i just see a confused old man trying to <laughs> trying to anyway uh but so uh, what this virtual reality tour is again it, you're basically you're going to be like walking alongside where the rover is and there's going to be like buzz aldrin and this other lady pointing out all these really fascinating things and it's a giant thing that they're opening that they're hoping you know a bunch of people are going to get into and um, my only concern with it is just with all the other stuff that's like the VR roller coaster and the VR, the, the void stuff where you could play almost basically like Skyrim VR. <laughs> VR <virtual. laughs> yeah. like, is this really going to be impressive five years from now? Let's say five years from now when virtual reality is a little more, uh, a little more calm, even more common, I guess. Um, and it's, you know, it's not an uncommon thing to be in every house. Um, is this really going to attract people like in, in five, 10 years that that's my concern is like, it seems cool now when mm. virtual reality is kind of jumping off the ground. Right. But in five years, it's like, Oh yeah, I can walk on Mars. Ooh, I'm not going to pay for that. shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> zombie game, you know, or something, you I mean, know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just, you know, I mean, that, that was always the dream with virtual reality is like, go where you couldn't afford to go. <laughs> so and um, I should mention they're they're using the uh, Microsoft Hololens to pull this off, um, so it, it, it's uh, which is pretty interesting. But I, I hope that this does take off for NASA because they need the funding. Because since the government doesn't care anymore, um, you know, so like this, I guess this is like added that extra interest into space exploration and that sort of thing and hopefully it would like catch on with kids and maybe it'd be a really cool place to take like you know young kids on a field trip or something um but it it looks pretty impressive now but yeah but like with any other entity like nasa like i i wouldn't say like they're on the cutting edge of technology because quite honestly i don't know what they have <laughs> so um, <laughs> like i don't know what is considered cutting edge over there like you know um which is you know i'm 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 happy that they're doing this i think it's a really cool thing I, it's something i will probably go do like you know like i would take a trip to do this like to ch just to test it out cuz i've always been interested in space and stuff like that so like i i think it's pretty cool i i like how buzz you know i like how he shows up in his nasa jacket like, yeah, you know, I'm good. I'm Buzz Aldrin. It's like, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if there's like off script stuff, like, like he just starts cursing in the, like, he's you know, just he, like, what the fuck is this? Going? He's like, I don't understand. It's like, I walk to the fucking moon, damn it. He's like, I don't need to be here. I don't need this shit. Because, you know, when you're like, when you're recording stuff, you have to do like take over and over and over and over. So I'm I'm pretty sure that if if someone have like outtakes of that, please upload it somewhere so we can all see. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, guys. Um, but they did they say when they're gonna launch this? Uh, it doesn't seem like it's there's like a date or anything. Well, in the video, he had said something about we're hoping to have this exhibit open by blah blah blah, but I couldn't uh, tell you off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it, it, I would I would assume soon, like. Like Maybe it has to be, yeah, because it, like it's there. Like it's not like they don't have the tech. Not like we do. It's there now. It's like there's no excuse not to launch this like tomorrow or next week or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's not like the technology's not there. And um, as as long as they have it set up, I mean, really, I think probably the hardest part about this is going to be how do we like 
keep people from keep bumping into each other? How do we keep <laughs> people from like, cause if you, especially like you have to think that they're probably going to, I don't know. You'd probably just have to limit how many VR headsets there are in the room at any given time. You know what I mean? Like, because you couldn't just have – I mean it's one thing to go to like a uh, – you, you guys have ever uh, as kids like go to one of those um, star thing. I forget what they're called. It makes oh, me the planetarium? Yeah, the planetarium? Yeah, the planetarium. Oh, God, it okay. Makes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't yeah. think of the word. But yeah, where you just look at the stars. That's cool, but nobody runs into each other, right? You're all sitting in chairs. Um, so like if you were if you were like on Mars – I don't know. Just something tells me people are going to be running into each other and it's going to be – like, can we see each other? Like, I don't think so. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't I mean, I'm sure that. they have, like, designated standing areas. Unless, you know, these headsets, they can, like, somehow locate another person in the room other than yourself. So you don't knock into them. Or there's a warning saying, like, oh, person right in front of you. Well, if you look at the freeze frame, just even the freeze frame on this, uh, like, the opening picture or whatever that's on this video, it looks like people are wandering around. Like, yeah. That, 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 you know, this this chick looked like she's possibly headed towards a wall. Um, this <laughs> dude, if, if if this dude doesn't walk into her first, um, you know, what I mean? like that's what it looks like. So uh, I don't know, you know, like <laughs> well, maybe, they're probably maybe, just trying to work out safety issues. <laughs> well, maybe they're not cool. actually walk. Does it say like I forget? Are they actually walking around? Or are they just standing there or sitting down with like a headset saying like, look, you're mm. in space. That's you're possible too. Mars. They could they could be told like you're you're not supposed to you like you can stand in place. You don't have to move. Right. But even then, like really, that would kind of I don't know. To me, that's kind of stupid. Like it's kind of lame. Like, it's, it's a little bit like unreal. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. it, it seems like unreals. Like you don't really get to because I would love to like kind of shift the perspective like you know if i'm looking at a virtual reality 360 environment i would like to be able to like move around a bit and like look at stuff you know that'd be kind of cool uh, like maybe it, they have guides to like help them walk around or say like stand over here and yeah. you know follow the directions <laughs> yeah i'm gonna find it hilarious as shit when some random person from the public discovers something nasa missed in in this like virtual tour like they're not looking at what we're, they're supposed to be looking at they're looking off in the distance and they see something that they kind of think is funny <laughs> and then all of a sudden it turns out that that's actually the biggest find on mars and nasa missed it all this time like i would laugh my ass off if that shit happens <laughs> okay did you guys notice just chocobo was is like, like a bone yeah, <laughs> you guys see the fucking big yellow <laughs> over there you guys didn't see that yeah, you yeah, might want to something, something out. random. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. would be hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. But I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's just, uh, I love talking about things like this because of just the possibility of things to come. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So uh, you know, there, there, there is a uh, one other thing I would like to add to this. Um, it's not part of our uh, rundown here, but there was a video that was recently put out where. Uh, this company has this new way of like scanning your body like you know like this new 3d scanning uh camera that you can have in your home where so like if you're away on business or say for instance like the space the mars one program that's coming up that people are going to mars there where if they can establish a well enough connection maybe you can actually talk to people in real time in 3d where they like wow. they, you can map the environment and you you can't interact with anything but you can see 
their living quarters and they can see yours and like kind of you can sit down and like talk to each other it's almost like uh like holodeck communication <laughs> but there is that too like there's so many different oh my god avenues. i want the holodeck so bad yes that would be <laughs> so awesome man the holodeck would be like and and i'm surprised that you know as much as uh, let's be let's be real the most thing that gets talked about when it comes to virtual reality is everybody talks about virtual reality porn right <laughs> and that's like that's like something that never got addressed on star trek and i'm kind of I'm kind of amazed that it's never been a big thing amongst Trek fans. Like, you know, like not a big ongoing joke, at least that I've never heard it before. But anyway, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm sure if a holodeck got created, there would be like holodeck pimps that like only <laughs> let their holodeck be used for, you know, those kind of purposes. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that shit would happen, but, oh, it would be so can... awesome to, to, to do some holodeck shit, man. Like, Oh, that would be so great! It would, oh, whatever. Uh, God, I want to be in Star Trek. I wish Star Trek. <laughs> uh, I believe there's another one coming out at some point, but we'll see. Um, but moving on here, uh, so you know, from VR to DNA uh, testing or analysis, but undergo, like you would buy, you know, a latte and then test your DNA while you're sitting <laughs> sitting at lunch with your friends. <laughs> it's like <laughs> so. Um, there's a Kickstarter that is. Um, uh, claiming that for the low, low cost of $793 uh, US, uh, uh-huh. that you can buy this Bento Lab. So it, it pretty much what it does, it allows you to have um, DNA analysis undergo in this small, uh, like, it, it looks like a lunchbox, <laughs> you know. And I'm guessing, I'm not 100% sure who the target audience is for this or why they decided to go on Kickstarter because this seems like such a medical heavy thing. I mean, I can see it come in handy for like maybe soldiers on the field or people who do, um, you know, U.S. Peace Corps, uh, the U.N. Peace Corps thing sort of thing. Like, you know, like you just don't have access to a lab in like destitute areas of the world. So this can probably do that for you. Uh, but Well, but I, this is just a DNA sequencer, right? So right. like... I mean, I don't really see how that helps a soldier or helps I mean, somebody like that. Like, uh, that that's, I mean, get get ready for a Nate hates this because this is, <laughs> I mean, like, I only see bad things from this. Like, like the only people, the only people who would buy this to use it legitimately or something like that might be, you know, it, it, like if it could be a uh, cheap way for college students to possibly learn this this technology, that would be awesome. Um, stuff like that, but. I see like people buying this to try to frame people or to try and say, I have my own DNA evidence and blah, blah, blah. It's like, what? You know what I mean? Like there's a reason why labs do that stuff and you know, things can be contaminated and it's just, I don't know, man. I, I'm not for it's, it. I'm not for the pub, anybody in the public having access to a DNA kit. You know what I mean? I don't know why. I just, I feel like we already have our privacy invaded so much that it's just like, I don't know. I mean, it's just one more thing, I guess. But like I said, there's there's some potential for good, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. if it's a cheap form for, um, 
like I said, I just me as a college student, I kind of feel like that would be cool. It, it, it could be, it could lead to some people getting more jobs in that field if it's yeah. easier for them to, you know, have access to the training. Right. You know. Yeah. Like if, so. if this is a, a good way to have this in schools and stuff where you can, you know, it, it'd probably be cheaper for a institution to buy it instead of like having a whole lab, you know, yeah. if they, if they can yeah, afford for sure. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it, it's funny like at the bottom of the article it does uh, suggest a few experiments you can do um, so you can the first one is uh, you can test your hamburger to see if it contains horse meat because yeah. <laughs> you know that's the thing um, well I mean hey you never know right uh, you can identify genetically modified organism or GMOs uh, you know so I guess if you want to scream at the supermarket across the street like you just, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's in your <laughs> shit <laughs> you know what's in that shit <laughs> uh, and then uh, th another one here you can uh, detect if your taste buds um, can taste bitter flavors by you know testing the variation of the PTC gene uh, or whatever that is and um, another one here you can test your endurance like if you're built for endurance by you, you can test your athletic gene which what apparently... kind of druggy one is this where it says identify poisonous and non-poisonous types it's of mushrooms? mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, was, I, was, I was thinking for culinary purposes, but okay. Yeah, like I, it goes I, in there. For some reason, I instantly thought some dude like, is this cool to eat, man? You know what I'm He's like, like, hold like, on. I have I a bento yeah. box. <laughs> I mean, what I like about it is, like, let's say you get sick, right? Mm. And maybe you're coughing up some stuff. Maybe you can use that to be like, oh, what's what's causing me to get sick? Like, without having to run to the that, doctor and schedule yeah. an appointment. That's <laughs> pretty cool. I think that's a, that's a cool idea. I can see that for, like, people with, like, new kids. Because, um, you know, kids, the brand new babies, they have all kind of weird colors that come out of them. <laughs> so, you know, oh, yeah. Like, you know, and um, I can see, like if they had this where it was like hooked up to a network where your doctor can like log in and look at the results um, without like actually coming to the house or you can't make it for whatever reason, you can just send these in. Um, I think that's a pretty cool idea, too. But it's like it's it definitely has a potential for a lot of good and it has a, <laughs> a potential for a lot of bad, you know, yeah. like one 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 bad potential I could see happening, like um, people who are like Uber uh, paranoid uh about like say dating and could just imagine you go over to a woman's house and she's like you know i'm gonna need some of your saliva <laughs> you got 45 oh, minutes gosh. to wait i gotta see if you got anything because <laughs> like which is pretty cool but at the same time like damn it's like, <laughs> it's like wow you're paranoid i mean it's cool but it's like at the same time i can't imagine carrying this around anywhere like i don't know like i'm guessing it's meant to be a more portable version of the you know lab. little yeah but yeah. it's not that portable like oh i'm gonna just put this in my purse and or my backpack and i'm <laughs> well, just I mean, gonna take who, this every why would you really need to do dna testing on the go though seriously like I, I like do, like you just need to pull it out anywhere like i mean i could totally understand like for the for the you know maybe testing a hamburger or something like that but i would assume they meant you buy the hamburger and you go home you know what I mean? Like I don't I, I doubt somebody's gonna 
that would be funny if somebody puts a YouTube video up of like, let's see what's actually in a McDonald's hamburger. And they like, you know, <laughs> DNA test that shit. And it ends up being like some Cambodian kid or some shit. Oh, like. my God. <laughs> like, like I said, like I said, like, it, you know, uh, yeah, I could see that. That would probably be kind of funny. But I, I would assume that, yeah, it's not it's definitely not meant to be like super portable. I mean, it's not big enough that you couldn't put it in a bag and throw it over your shoulder. But <laughs> not like I, I mean, like an actual like because it doesn't look any bigger. You could put that in like a laptop bag or you could put yeah. that in a yeah. shoulder briefcase type, you know, things, um, you know, but I don't know. I guess it's, it's also good if you want to play detective. <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's what i don't like is that i feel like now everybody's gonna think there's some csi person like i gotta be naked think about the parent that wants to think about the dick parent that just wants to like nail their teenager for everything you know what oh. i mean and and they just now it's not now it's like we're not only going to drug test you, we're going to test DNA stuff to make sure you haven't been using the car or, you know, to test blah, blah, blah. It's like, what? Really? Like, wow. we found your skin cells. We, yeah, we found your skin cells all in the car, mister. You want to tell us about that? <laughs> um, oh, No, man. but I think it's good, like, like I said, going back to food. Like, let's say you bought something and you think it expired, but you're not sure. You're like, should I toss it? You could, like check the food to see like does it have mold is it a bacteria <laughs> like is this you know is this gonna you know infect me is this gonna make me run to the bathroom 50 times the next day if i eat this you know so but again this is all uh, like we we should in fairness if, if you put a dna kit in front of me right now and you said check this hamburger for whatever you know what i mean or check whatever check whatever put whatever the fu- whatever the hell in front of me um i know nothing about dna sequencing i know nothing about um you know that type of stuff so in fairness there's a lot of shit you would have to learn if you want to like do this correctly you know what i mean it's not like it's not i'm sure i'm, I'm almost 100 sure that this machine, it's not like it just pops up and tells you all the useful information you want to know in terms that you already understand. Like, you know what I mean? It's just going to give you sequences, and if you don't know how to interpret that shit, then yeah. you're shit out of luck anyway. So, I don't know. I guess, in fairness, the average person is probably not going to want to learn all that crap anyway to, you know, to figure out what stuff is. But anyway, yeah, you yeah. Know. I mean, it, the Kickstarter has been funded already. Like, it's been, it's, it has like, like a couple more weeks left, and um, I mean, it, and it's showing a lot of promise. Uh, they're being supported by a uh, university in London as well, because. Uh, so it is. Uh, wait, it it's already met its its goal. Or it's it already. Yeah, so you said that right now, it's it's more than double its crowdfunded goal, and it has oh, like twenty two days left. So. Yeah. Well, then. Yeah. They'll. Yeah. It'll be out. You'll, you'll, you can pick one up if you really want to, but yeah. uh, prepared to learn. <laughs> you better go to YouTube University real quick. You can go. Uh, I can see this in a Walgreens at some point. As <laughs> <laughs> seen on TV. <laughs> Bento black. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty interesting. So I guess look out for that when it comes out. We'll see. Um, so moving on to some film news here. Um, so last week we talked about, uh, you know, the blockbuster, which is 
well, now it's a blockbuster. Um, Batman versus Superman, or Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. You, you got to say it with the raspy voice. You got to like, Ugh. no. So, um, at the beginning of that week, and then continues this week. A lot of critics have been saying the movie is just terrible. It's just garbage. Don't waste your time. Why? 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 A lot of people are just like, why? 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 It has a really bad rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but that doesn't seem to matter because it made four hundred and sixty-eight million dollars. <laughs> so. Yeah, and that's a huge jump because the first the the first number that I saw was 170 million. Right. And the yeah, that's just like a huge, huge freaking jump. jump. Yeah. So like uh, a, a date, I think they said by the uh by the time this episode goes out, it'll probably cross 500 million. Um but they they a lot of people are saying that it'll probably have a slowdown because of all the bad cuz it's not just bad press um like my friends people have seen it and you know people I do not know they're all saying it's like it's really down the middle you know and that seems to be the case with Zack Snyder's movies like you know the director of this movie like he it just seems like you know you either like the stuff he does or you don't you know or stuff makes sense or it doesn't you know so and um, so Kevin Smith, um, you know, jumped in uh, with uh, his opinion about the movie. And he pretty much said in like in a nutshell, he thinks that Zack Snyder doesn't understand the characteristics of Batman and Superman. Like he the fundamental understanding of them, he, like he just he doesn't think that they even he knows who they are because he like he uh, i think like one of the quotes here says these seems to be uh let me see it there seems to be a fundamental lack of understanding of what those characters are about it's almost like Zack snyder didn't read a bunch of comics he read he read one uh, he read one comic book once uh one comic once and it was dark dark knight returns and his favorite part was the last part where batman and superman fight (laughs) Uh, but um, but you get to that uh, sorry but you get to do that in the book in in that book because you've got the three books prior to the to that and fifty years at that point of comic book history to build on so more mm-hmm. or less he he felt that Zack Snyder did not respect the history of Batman and Superman and how that you know is all built up because in the old comics they never fought until you know you read the Dark Knight Returns or you know and so. That's what a lot of people are saying. I mean, I have, I still haven't seen the movie yet, and you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of funny memes and everything. But um, have any of you guys seen the movie yet or at all? Nope. No, no, <laughs> and I honestly don't care to, man. I mean, like, I'll wait. It, it's it's a movie that I will happily wait until it's on some yeah. one, one of the one of the many sites that that I can, you know, like Encore or Stars or Netflix or HBO, like. One of the I'll wait until it's on one of those. Seriously, like I'm not even in a rush to watch this movie. Yeah, Yeah, no, it just doesn't. I mean, from what everything that I've heard is everything, honestly, that I predicted that they were going to try to cram too much shit in there, Mm -hmm. that lots of parts weren't going to make sense that, you know, yeah, dude, it's just I have no. Yeah, no. Nope. Nope. I mean, I keep hearing a lot of mixed reviews. Some people are saying, oh, it's crap. It's the worst movie ever. Worst portrayal of Batman. I want my money back. And then I have, then there are other people I'm seeing there going like, screw the haters. This movie was great. It was fantastic. (laughs) It was beautiful. And I'm sure from like a visual standpoint, I'm sure like 
visually it's it great. great like it's yeah it just seems like but that seems like what Zack snyder is he just seems to be good at like making characters look cool and standing pretty and right, you yeah, know and yeah. cool action shots and that. looking cool yeah. and dramatic and that's great and all but what it comes down to is like on top of that i want to see good characters i want to see characters that are likable that i can connect with uh, and not just stand there and just look cool and have, <laughs> do cool action scenes with cool dramatic lighting and slow motion. Like, yeah, that's cool, but that's just, you know, that's just throwing glitter on top of a turd. Uh, you know, like I said, like I said, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't really make an opinion. I'm probably not going to go see it until it's like on TV or on Netflix because. I don't know. I, I don't really care for it whatsoever. Um, but I don't know. I just, like I said, a good movie. And, you know, I, yeah. you know me, I love art. I like to draw. You know, <laughs> and I love good visuals as much as anyone else. I love concept design. I love visual storytelling. But you can't just have pretty design and pretty, you know, great directing you have to have good characters. Right. So you have to have the characters add to the and, great directing story, you know, visuals. Yeah. And it's not like he can't pull out good scenes from the comic books. Like it's 75 years of Batman. How could you <laughs> not, how could you not like look at the history or at least have someone from DC come in on the movie and like like yeah, no Batman wouldn't do that. <laughs> like you know like I'm, I'm hearing you know um i, I don't want to spoil anything but there are certain things that i heard that batman did in the movie that is uncharacteristic of him um but you know there have been instances of him doing stuff like that in other comic books as well but it's not a but the overall thing about batman is just that he doesn't do that particular thing or superman doesn't do that particular thing like in man of steel when he snapped zod's neck <laughs> uh, spoiler if you haven't seen that movie um you know I, I i particularly didn't like that because you know but then i realized you know i this is not my superman this isn't the superman i grew up with this is not the superman i read in comic books and you know played in horrible video games and <laughs> like so it's like i mean like like you said Alyssa, like Zack snyder is really good at cinematics like it it's a good-looking yeah. movie. Uh, even um, uh, Smith, uh, uh, Kevin Smith, he gave he gave Zack Snyder his props. He said, "Yeah, it looks good." It's like it's probably the best cinematic presentation of Batman fighting in a, in a, in like a live-action movie, which is you know that's pretty cool. But um, it, well, just to be fair, I, I just wanted to make a quick note. Also, this has nothing to do with the movie itself, but right. the. Um, the Guardian needs to check its sources again because they they say both in the uh, in the cut line and in the uh, second paragraph that Smith, long term friend of Ben Affleck, um, actually they haven't been friend for years, uh, and it they <laughs> yeah, they stopped being friends. That. They stopped being friends when uh, Ben Affleck married Jennifer Garner, and it's because Jennifer Garner doesn't like. Kevin Smith like oh. she always found him she they she didn't like his his type of humor I guess mm -hmm. and they kind of just drifted apart and it got to the point where you know yeah he 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 went on record uh, Kevin Smith went on record saying like I don't even know that dude anymore you know oh, what I mean? like yeah so like so yeah they're not really cool <laughs> like I call, I call that BS you don't 
stop hanging out with a friend because like your girlfriend or wife doesn't like them. Go look it up, man. Go look it up. What happened to bros before hoes, man? (laughs) (laughs) That's not how life works all the time. I know, I know, and I'm. I'm not saying Jennifer Gardner is a hoe. She's actually very wonderful. <laughs> but I'm just, She's very wonderful. I was, yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, oh, uh, like, how can you, you know, that's that's terrible. It's like saying, oh, I don't like you hanging out with this friend. Don't hang out. With, like, you don't have to hang out with them. Jeez. Like, who doesn't like hanging out with Kevin Smith? Like, seriously? I'm not saying he's the funniest guy. I'm not saying he's the funniest guy. Something's got to be wrong with something's wrong with Jennifer Garner if she can't fucking. I mean, like, obviously his his comedy and his jokes are going to be raunchy and right. stuff. And he even said in the interview when he was talking about this, he even said that. Uh, like Ben Affleck is way raunchier than him. Like in private, <laughs> Ben Affleck says some jokes that even even Kevin Smith is like, dude, you need to go to church. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, you know. And uh, oh, so I, that that's the really ironic part about it. But anyway, so just you know, tidbit, Guardian, get your fucking facts straight. You know what yeah. I mean? Before you. Uh, so, so I think Ben Affleck didn't Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner have a divorce. Just recently, just recently, yeah. recently so he can become bros with Kevin Smith again. They can be bros again. Yeah. Woo. You know what? I think Kevin Smith should direct the next Batman movie. Dogma That's... Two is coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So I mean, like again, like we said before, if you have a different opinion about how you feel about Batman versus Superman, um, did you like it? Hate it? Whatever. Uh, what are your favorite parts? You know, and please comment below. Um, you know, in wherever you see this episode. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna see it this weekend. Uh, I don't know if I intend on paying to see it, but I'm probably gonna see it. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> know if Affleck signed a multi movie deal or if this was one that he, he could do and then walk away from if he wanted to or like. There weren't they was... planning to make Justice League? Yeah, they're gonna make the Justice League, but uh, there was I saw something floating around on Twitter and Facebook yesterday saying that Ben Affleck said he was involved in writing the script for the next Batman movie, which he will be in, and he said it's pretty cool. That's that was like a quote from him apparently. So um, I don't know how many movies he signed on for because we have all known this thing can go for many, many, many years, but. Uh, a lot of people are he's saying he's not as young as he once was. You no, know what I mean? Like, yeah. He's not old. He's not super old, well, but he's, uh, you know. If they're going with the Dark Knight Returns storyline, it actually makes a lot of sense because Dark Knight Returns, he's an old, surly man. Like, he's he's not Batman anymore. Robin is dead. Um, this is the comic book I'm talking about. So I'm not spoiling anything, okay? It, it, the comic book has been out for, like, the better part of a decade. So, <laughs> you know. Um, if you haven't read Dark Knight Returns, actually, you can actually go watch the movie Dark Knight Returns from DC, which is the animated movie, which is actually pretty good. Where you see, you know, Batman and Superman fight. Uh, you know, what Batman? Batman is like a eighty-year-old man not giving a shit. Like he does, he gives uh-huh. no fucks about nobody. Get off my lawn, Superman! Yeah, beat him with kryptonite punches. Uh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> kryptonite cane. That's what yeah. he's like beating away. Get off my lawn! 
Like, like kick your ass, Kryptonian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this point, the only Batman movie I'm interested in is Lego Batman. So. Oh man, that looks so good. But we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> we will not talk about that. We'll talk about that another time. But that, that, was, that was a pretty good trailer. I can't wait to see that. But um, anyway, we'll, two trailers. Oh, there's a second one. Damn it! Now I got it. Yeah, okay. yeah. two trailers in one week. Right, we need to hurry up and finish this so we can. I can watch the second trailer. No. Um. But anyway. Uh. So. Moving on with some more movie, I guess movie slash Netflix news. Yeah, you know. Uh, so we've all known that um, Netflix is putting out a bunch of uh, original content since 2012, and it seems that now in this year that we're in now, like they have over a hundred original content, <laughs> like like 600 hours worth of content. This this year alone is six hundred hours. That is amazing. Damn. That is amazing. <laughs> and this is not just oh America. No, it's like around the world. And you know, I'm starting to get. I don't know about you guys, but I'm worried. I love Netflix. I really do. I really love Netflix. But they don't have all the fucking money in the world. So either here's the thing. Either Netflix is like not paying. Like they're not like producing and edit like you know like they shit like they use netflix funds to make these things or they're just going around buying shit up which is probably cheaper if you already have something that's already made and they just you know maybe edit it a little differently for netflix or whatever but jesus christ over 100 shows over i should say over 100 original content it shows in movies and stuff like that you know and yeah i was gonna say that shows and movies so yeah. like the movies are probably in the long run, mm. cheaper to shoot than the series. At least series like, um, I mean, like stuff like Marco Polo. Like Marco Polo was a really good show, and I- I'm so bummed that they haven't come out with a second season of that. Um, pretty bummed about that. Like, I guess it just didn't do well. But I thought it was great. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, Daredevil is good. You know, like yeah, they got a, they got a lot of great stuff. Um, so. I know it's got to be expensive to to shoot that stuff, though. You know what I mean? Like, I I know it has to be. So, yeah, you're right. They don't have all the money in the world. It is kind of, I don't know. I feel like they wouldn't be doing it if they couldn't. You know what I mean? Right. Um, You know, we could be having a totally different conversation if they were were really hurting. Uh, And, yeah, it's probably a bunch of partnered partnership type stuff you know what i mean like you just you like netflix probably has partnerships with these studios or whatever and it's a you know yeah i don't i don't really understand that though yeah because when you you pay a flat fee for netflix right yeah and you know even then it seems like everybody and their mama shares their account with somebody (laughs) so it's like so like if half the people who are using netflix aren't even paying for it yeah it's kind of wondering how that shit still happens, but it is it is cool. They're they're doing a good job. Whatever they're doing, you know, keep it up, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're they're opening in in a global like they've decided like they're opening up their stuff in a global market. So I guess that's part of the money that's also coming in as well. And but the the fact that they're putting so much power, like I, I, I wish I would say one thing though: the, the more original stuff they put out, the the smaller their movie section becomes, um, which is a little disappointed, but. At the same time, it's not like they always had the latest and greatest movies on Netflix. So, but to, they do have some really cool original content, and and I was I've said this before. I'm gonna say it again. Netflix, please, for the love of God or whatever mm-hmm. deity that you worship, 
could you please put in a Netflix original category? There is none. There's none. <laughs> like, I, I Are checked, you sure? Yes, I checked before the show today. There's none. There's I'm going to check. I'm going to check right, gonna now, check right now. There is no, check right now. There is. There's no Netflix original category. Like, you can't, like, if you hit browse. Like I'm, 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 I'm checking check, it right now. I'm going to check on my browse, iPad. And then we got, okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Because there was a, I swear you did this before. You were like, it's not there. And it is there. There was, there was something there. Um, See, we got new, no, no, no. I could have swore. Maybe they, okay, so. Yeah, because I'm you're, checking. You're safe this time, yeah. sir, apparently. <laughs> maybe, so, maybe, yeah. maybe it was there and they removed it. I don't know. But, like, on my iPad, I'm looking at their app here. It's like TV shows, action, adventure, anime, children. Like, it just, you know, genres. And, and then, you know, but like I was saying before the show, I was talking to Alyssa, and I was like, it could be, um... We call it. it. It could be that uh, the the reason why they don't put in a category is so they don't overshadow the other shows that's on there that's not a Netflix original. So they don't want you know people to just like kind of gravitate to just Netflix original and not give a shit about the rest of them. But well, it's uh, one thing to have a. I mean, they already promote it on their top little banner usually when something that's Netflix new comes out. Right. Yeah. Um, so they promote it up there, and I mean, I don't think it would be harmful to just have a little. Like if you go under browse and you just had a little original tab, you know, and you could uh, – or a Netflix original tab and you could just click on that if you wanted to see what all Netflix had. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I mean all the shows that are on here anyway are seasons old. I mean, you know, yeah. anything that comes – any show that comes to Netflix like, like Hulu has all the new stuff, even – channels themselves like fox has a you know if as long as you have a cable service you can go on fox.com and watch all the new stuff online um so you know i don't think it's i, I think they have all right to promote their stuff the highest you know what i mean they should have they should have that tab but anyway yeah good job netflix keep it up just yeah. make a new tab just yeah just 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 you know just, yeah. help me out here but anyway <laughs> but anyway, moving on to some uh, gaming news here. Um, so uh, Xbox One has been getting a few, like they've been updating, you know, it always gets an update. It seems like every time I turn it on now. And um, it's, uh, you know, there have been rumors and debates and stuff like that, whether or not the updates that they're going towards is to like this whole one system type of um uh, ecosystem like yeah so apparently they're going to go full hog with this and like pretty much have your pc and your win and your xbox you know as like a windows 10 machine more or less um which i mean i've always said it's a windows 10 machine like it it, it it's similar to how windows 10 will probably run in a more app-like environment because i use windows 10 and it, it is pretty similar to how it looks and feel except Windows 10 on a computer is actually easier to understand than it is on an Xbox. <laughs> they do really need to fix that, you know. But according to this article, there will be an update later on this year that will more or less bring your Xbox alongside your Windows 10 machine. And where it means is, what that means is um, you'll be able to have one app. So say I would get the Twitter app on my um, Xbox, it will be the same Twitter app on my computer. So I can go back and forth and 
use boat there whenever I want. So like cross platform buy or whatever you want to call it, uh, which is, uh, I mean, that's interesting, but I'm a little worried that I think that will probably stagnate um, app development for the platforms because let's face it, Xbox doesn't have mouse and keyboard like you would on a, on a regular computer. You know, you can, you can, I mean, you could, in fairness. yeah, you could, but it's like, I don't know if that's a, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not sure how I feel. I mean, I think it's cool. You could probably do some really cool stuff between the, the, um, the, the platforms, but I don't know. I just, I just, I just feel like, like it would just stagnate the way apps are made for, for both platforms. And it would just be either too heavy on the Xbox side or not so much on the Windows side or back and forth. Well, the problem that's good that's going to run into is that um, very soon, within the next couple years, um, computers are going to heavily be just be way better than the Xbox One, and um, that's always uh, people like people from Forbes, people who are like futurologist type people. They try to predict the future. Um, they've said it for a long time that at one, at some point consoles are going to pretty much have to become computers because there's going to be no way – the way console cycles work, you know, a console comes out, a company banks – unless you're Nintendo, I guess. A company banks that you're going to mm-hmm. have a, a generation cycle. You're going to have, you know, a good seven years, seven to ten years on that console – um, before, you know, sometime in that, in that seven to 10 years, that's when the new one will come out and you'll still do support for the old one for a little while. And then you'll focus on the new one and that's, what's been happening. But if technology is, is, you know, is becoming so rapidly changing again, that it, uh, eventually it's going to get to this point where you can't put out a console because the next year something's going to be twice as powerful and it's just going to be non-profitable anymore. Mm-hmm. And most of the time these companies are selling these these consoles at a loss in the beginning. Um, I'm pretty sure Xbox One and PS4, um, maybe even the Wii U 2 became profitable super quick. Like <laughs> it actually, you know, broke records with that shit. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, this is just something that was inevitable. I mean, and we see it happening with the PS4 too. Like the PS4, right. you now stream with the latest PS4 update, you could uh, stream to your PC now. Mm-hmm. So we're we're seeing this this meld together. And honestly, I'm with you, man. I don't like it. I really don't. I, you know, I, I feel like I eventually I don't like using mouse and keyboard for games. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, very few games. Like if it's a top down Diablo type game where all I'm having to hit is my one, two, three, and four, you know, I can move and everything with my mouse. I'm cool with that, but I hate games. For some reason, I just have such a problem with the WASD keys when trying to move. You know what I mean? I have such a problem with that shit. I don't know why, but um, anyway, yeah, it's going to happen, man. Unfortunately, there's going to be, eventually it's just going to be like, this is the new Sony computer. That's also a PlayStation. It's going <laughs> yeah. to be like the PlayStation laptop or some shit is what is what's going to end up coming out. And, um, you know, it's just is what it is, bro. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's coming and I'm sad, but yeah. <laughs> like, like you said, maybe that's it is what it is. And, uh, Whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I just pressed the shit out of everybody with the apocalypse is coming for console games. <laughs> oh god, that's it. Yes. Mouse and keyboard, everyone. So Dwayne will be sorely disappointed. <laughs> Dwayne's not here to defend Xbox. Not me. Yeah. I like uh, my 
controller to my computer, so uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we should add if you are a PC gamer, if you do have Xbox One, you can just plug in your uh, Xbox One controller straight into your PC, and it would actually work for most of the games that you can buy on Steam. So, you know, you don't have to give it up completely. One like another another thing that's uh, uh, apparently there's going to be another update that's going to come later on in the year where I think this is more for people who are going to probably tinker around with their Xbox a little bit more. Um, you'll be able to turn your Xbox into a dev kit. So, um, you know, there's that. I, 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 I don't. What does that mean? I don't understand what that means. But I, I, I think it's like because their Xbox, uh, uh, Sony, Microsoft, they send out the uh, developers version of the console to like these, um, you know, studios to help develop their games so they can have better access to it. So um, like you just build your game that is more like mapped to the um, the keys of the uh, Xbox controller and that sort of thing. Uh, but I, I don't do any coding, so I would know the first fucking place to like even begin. <laughs> to, like, <laughs> to do any of that stuff so uh i guess that's cool but so this is so basically it's in it's something for people who already are trying to make games it's an option for them to right uh yeah. make their games for xbox I, i'm assuming that's what that means yeah or maybe apps for xbox or something like that so you know which is I think it's cool at the same time. I think it's going to be a double-edged sword for Microsoft because, you know, you know, people are going to try to break the system somehow, put out apps or different things that exploit certain weaknesses in the uh, programming. Oh, yeah, and, for sure. You know, I mean, now, there there is some things, though, that I could see this as being really cool. Um, for instance, like I played uh, Final Fantasy XIV on PS4 for a while, right? Mm. And... Uh, it, it was one. Of, it was one of the only games that I had played then, at least that people on PC playing and and me playing, we could interact and stuff. And the people on PC, uh, and anytime you play an MMO on your PC, there's usually all kinds of little goodie add-ons that you can add to the game. Right. So like it, you know, it'll show you stuff that normal, you know, that normally it wouldn't show you. Right. And uh, on the PS4 version, obviously, we don't have access to any of those. So we had to play with all just the raw stuff that they give us. Um, and I, I could totally see this being one of these things where somebody makes an app now. So, you know, you have that on your on your console where you can have all the nice little add-ons that the PC people have um, and stuff. And I was just thinking about it. It would be so cool if there uh, somebody made a website that they would tell you how to perfectly almost perfectly calibrate your controller for specific games to match that of a keyboard and mouse like um you know some of these competitive games moba games like smite and stuff like that yeah um like how you would set your controller up to match the speed of a mouse and keyboard or or this is how fast you would need to have it to to be to be able to play like like somebody like they do anyway i thought that would be really cool just a side little nerd thought but anyway yeah i, I, I can see people going to town i could also see people just wrecking shit <laughs> you know but <laughs> it's you know it, like i said double-edged sword it, when, when you when you open up the doors it, it opens the door so a bunch of different possibilities and i hopefully it's more you know it's like good stuff um that can help us have a better uh, experience when it comes to gaming or you know or just functionality overall um 
Anyway, uh, moving on to our last topic here, which is, uh, I feel like we should have like like trumpets playing or something. Uh, whenever I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Final Fantasy fifteen, yes, there's fifteen of these games. Um, you know, I'm not saying that in a disparaging way or anything. Just that it's if it's a pretty old franchise, it's been around for a long time. So Final Fantasy is the demo is out. You can play it on PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, well, and I should... Uh, I, I'll get more into the demo later. But yeah, the, the demo is not like an actual part of the game. You're not going to be... I, I'm pretty sure that that's not in the game. You're not actually going to be playing through this again. Like some some demos come out, you end up having to play through the same content twice. Right. And I don't think this is one of those moments. I think this demo is purely a standalone just to... Show off environment, show off the combat system, show off all that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah. so lots of Final Fantasy news from, or at least Final Fantasy 15 news from Square Enix the other night. Um, yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. About damn time. <laughs> <laughs> when was yeah, this lot- first announced? Back in like, uh, they announced this game back when Final Fantasy 13 was announced. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Well, but man. I mean, it, again, and we—I said this previously, but I mean, to to say, oh, Final Fantasy 15 is coming, and we're—they're just now working on 13. I mean, obviously, they're not working on 15. You know what I mean? So, in fairness, they're yeah. they, it's not like when they said that. I mean, I, like we all knew. Like I said, anyway, I'll, it's the same argument twice. I was basically going to say uh-huh. it, we all know Star Wars Nine is coming, but they're not shooting it right now. You know what I mean? So, you know. Oh, they're anyway. shooting eight. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're shooting eight, but they're not shooting well, nine, even though we know well, it's coming. Well, it's yeah. because 15 was originally supposed to be a 13 game. They originally planned when Final Fantasy 13 came out, they were going to do three different games. Now, whether they were supposed to be in the same universe, same world, I don't know, but they were supposed to do three different games. And Final Fantasy 13 used, uh, Final Fantasy 15 used to be called Final Fantasy Versus 15. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the, the first time I heard about it, I was like, "What? Don't make a fight because it sounded like a fighting game or something." I, yeah, <laughs> I think I know. It, I think I know what you're talking about, but um, it, it's it's nothing like that, which is so awesome. Uh, it's nothing like 13, at least in my eyes, which is so awesome. <laughs> it's probably the uh, first Final Fantasy game I'm going to purchase because I. I've like quite honestly, I've avoided all these games for a very, very, very long time, and and because it's just because I'm not a fan of turn-based combat. So and this this well, it hasn't been turn-based for for a while now. I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure thirteen, thirteen. Well, I don't, I don't remember. Was you played twelve, Alyssa, or at least part of twelve? Was was that (laughs) turn-based? That uh, no, right? that wasn't turn-based. That was like, um, yeah, that was, I mean, I don't know. The, the battle system was a little weird. It wasn't turn-based, but... But it wasn't you know, full could, action. That's kind of how 13 was, yeah. And that was you kind of, like well, with 12, you kind of like, like you can move around, but you can plan like, you know, you can set up like um, certain moves for your characters. Like you can set up from one character like, uh, their first turn, they're gonna use ice, and then this cat, you know, there's when it comes back to this character, this next move they're gonna use is cure, you know. Uh, so you can set up like, um, what 
moves and attacks they should they're you know basically programmed to use mm. uh before you fight like certain enemies or a boss um but i don't know i i i never finished 12 i don't know if i'd ever if i'm ever gonna go back to it because it's like two systems old at this point <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, and it's a beautiful game. It was a beautiful game, but I'm just like, I don't know. I think I got stuck on one part and I forgot where I left off. Well, the, the demo that came out this morning, I can honestly say, I, and I'll, I'll try to do this without spoiling anything. Um, it was, it was really great. I, I already beat it. It does not take long. That, that is one thing. Um, that's why I would really even more so encourage everybody to play it because it literally will only take at very most an hour of your time. And that's if you're like me and, and are searching every nook and cranny for these little gem things that you're collecting. You don't even get an explanation as to why you're collecting these gems and you don't know what they do. (coughs) I don't think so. Like, you're just collecting them and i just was like i'm gonna go see if i can find hidden spots and there were a lot of hidden spots which i appreciated because they do that in final fantasy games i love the treasure hunts i love the mini games that come with final fantasy games like in final fantasy 9 a lot of people hated on it but i love the chocobo hunt like that's you found Mm -hmm. the best gear in the game doing that stuff and um anyway just like the the demo itself was great it was short but great the set pieces are amazing. The set pieces are amazing. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, And you get a nice little piece of nerd swag for completing the demo. You get the in-game carbuncle summon, um, which is exclusive to only people who beat the demo. So um, if you do think you're going to end up getting the game, the demo's free. I would, that's just another reason to go play it. But um, yeah, great, great demo, great demo. Hmm. So, Go play it. I, I will say the combat is kind of meh the whole way. You're fighting things that they barely hit you, and you, you can pretty much slaughter. And then, <laughs> like, I, I won't spoil the last fight, but the last fight's pretty epic. And it's almost – it goes from being this um, – when you're fighting the bullshit, it almost felt like a Kingdom Hearts just because of the atmosphere of what you're doing, like, uh, where you know, the set pieces and stuff like that. And, again, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. I want you guys to go play it. Um, but it's, it's kind of a childish type theme. And then this last battle that you, that you're, that you do, you end up becoming your, your older self and you fight like how you're going to be fighting in the actual game. And it had a real dark souls type feel like it, it felt like there was some strategy involved in this. There felt like some, you know, I want to watch to see what his moves are so I know how to dodge it correctly. You know, it, it seemed really cool, man. It, it's definitely an action RPG, uh, this go around. There is no turn based in this whatsoever. So you could probably definitely appreciate that. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit slow on the swingings and stuff like that. Like, that is kind of, uh, you'll have to kind of get used to it, but it's still, oh. It's amazing. It's a great demo. Please go. If you haven't already played it, like we're recording this on Thursday. It came out today. Mm. Um, So by the time you hear this on Monday, it's been out through the weekend. If you haven't already downloaded it and played it, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Do it. Do it sometime this week, please. For sure. And uh, I should add that uh, they're also uh, released uh, along with the demo. There is a a movie that was announced and there is an anime series that you can watch. Uh, I believe it, it's already started. I've already seen the first episode. It's not, 
it's uh, 10 minutes, 10 minutes at best, you know, uh, long per, per, that's what it seems like. It seems like a mini series is only going to be like five episodes. And it, like they're it seems like they're trying to immerse you as much as they can in the final fantasy world, you know, for people who are just coming in like myself. I mean, I mean, I've known about final fantasy. I've seen, like, I think I've seen all their movies that they've ever put out. And, um, but I've never like, like I said, I've never been invested in the games or so, you know, I'm sure if you are invested in the games that you have more of a, uh, you know, like you're just more into that world than I would be. Cause I, my knowledge of final fantasy is literally through my friends and, you know, talking about it on the show and watching the movies. Um, so, and I will say that like uh, we, and I told you guys this before the podcast, like when I heard there was a movie and anime series going along with the, the game, um, I was really concerned just because I felt like sometimes the final fantasy stories, especially some of the more recent ones like 13 and 13 two, I'm looking at you. Um, they're just, mm-hmm. they, they're convoluted. They're weird. You don't really know what's going on all the time. <laughs> um, and I felt like this would be the perfect opportunity for them to do that again by saying, you know, uh, you have to watch the movie in the series too, to fully understand these moments or, you know, something. And it's like, I would hate that because it's one thing if, and I, I don't think that's going to be the case because the way you were saying, Lance, you said that there's only going to be like five episodes. It's a mini series, not, not like a full blown series. It's like a mini series. It's five episodes. They're only like 11 minutes each. Didn't you say or something like that? Yeah, it's about 11 minutes and it's going to they according to them. There's only going to be five episodes. And, um, you know, so if you, and it's in Japanese, I should let you know that right now. So, um, yeah, it's all subtitled. Uh, I mean, but at least you probably learn how to pronounce their names. <laughs> it gave me that option in the demo. In the demo, it gave me the option of uh, there was a bunch of options for the reading uh, language, but it ge- it gives you the options for either Japanese or English for audio. Ah, okay. um, so you can play the demo however you would like. You know what I mean? Um, in fairness, there's not a whole lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's mostly, it's Carbuncle mostly talks and he talks to you. Uh, I, I never mind. I don't want to spoil it, but, um, uh, it, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. mostly him talking to you and every once in a while you'll like respond with a yes or no, or, you know, like you don't do a whole lot of talking. So I don't see how it affects it. It, it would just be height or, you know, whatever. What, how do you say no in, in, uh, in Japanese? Japanese. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't just, <laughs> just no, I guess. I don't no. know. <laughs> no. I think it means, I think, yeah, I, c- I could be wrong. But I, was... well, I know height is yes, but I don't, like you say, height. Uh, but anyway, I, anyway, but you can play it either way. Um, yeah. So if you're a really big fan of anime and that's how you like, you, you know, a lot of people are really into that type of stuff. You can totally have the subtitles in English and listen to it in Japanese and play the game in Japanese, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty cool, but not me. I, I'm cool with the English version, the bad voice acting, probably that's going to be mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> the Aww. soundtrack, I should have mentioned the soundtrack is amazing. It's so awesome. They, they really went all out with, um, uh, you know, show uh, each set piece was, was also very beautiful, but with each set piece got its own, um, you know, got its own soundtrack, got its own, uh, song. And I thought that was awesome because that was also just showing off that, hey, 
we're taking it back to I, I loved the soundtracks from seven eight nine I think that's another reason that those games did so well uh, was because of the soundtrack they had this this music that really brought the atmosphere to life and really you know made you feel like huh, I'm, I'm in an RPG you know this is awesome you know <laughs> so yeah they did a really good really great job with that again if you haven't played the demo already please go play it it's awesome yeah so yeah that's uh, Final Fantasy 15 um you know, like we even say that it was September 30th. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. The, re- the release date is September 30th, 2000. We've been talking about this. Whole time. That, was big, that was a big announcement that right, September yeah. 30th is when it's actually getting released. So yeah. finally. Like, finally, yes, finally. Yes, yes. Uh, it, it will, you know, so you look forward, look forward for the demo, look forward, I guess, to the movie and anime if you're into that. And, the, and just wait for the game to come out and everybody be happy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, guys, this is where we bring our podcast to an end today. Um, don't forget to subscribe and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, I should also let you guys know you will be hearing a series of interviews that are coming out because we, uh, a few of the team members, have been busy going to the conventions and stuff. So we've been like talking to people because we have press passes because we're all cool and shit. Kid, they're like, oh, I want to talk to you because you have a press pass. I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, so listen out for those, uh, you know, and pick out your favorites or whatever. But uh, also, don't forget to check us out on GameRebellion.com. That is our podcast home. Uh, check out the great other podcasts that's there as well and the really, really cool articles that is written there every day and the community is also also you know a great place to visit as well um you know we love you for listening appreciate you and all that good stuff and all the heartfelt thing we can throw out at your face <laughs> so you know until next time guys bye bye later bye guys three seashells for the win <laughs> mm-hmm.